You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is to be the best mom ever, and most importantly, stay sane while you do it. So today's episode, I wanted to talk a bit about breastfeeding. I wanted to give everyone some real breastfeeding tips from my couple of experiences with breastfeeding. So because, you know, it's such a thing that as a mother, we take it very seriously, right? It's, you know, something that's talked about and you get a lot of stress over it. And, you know, if it's not working out, it's a problem. So I really want to give some tips in this area. So I'm just going to kind of go through some things that have worked for me and most importantly, a mindset to kind of adjust to with this whole breastfeeding thing. Okay. So first thing I want to say is don't feel like a failure or let anybody make you feel bad. If it's not working out, it's not your fault and you shouldn't let anybody make you feel bad. And the reason I say that is because in today's, you know, motherhood, breastfeeding society, you have some people who have super strong opinions about how you should feed your child as a newborn and as an infant. And while I think a lot of that, those feelings are good, I do feel that people can kind of overstep their bounds and inadvertently or purposely make you feel bad about yourself, you know? Um, And I don't think it's right. I experienced it. And I know a lot of women have experienced, you know, feelings of failure forced upon them by other people or even just by what they've seen online or what they read, you know, and just don't let it happen. Just know that your baby is going to be okay. Thankfully, we are living in modern times and this small challenge can be overcome and you absolutely can do it. You can do it, okay? So just don't let anybody make you feel low about yourself because when you're a breastfeeding mother and it's not going right, you already feel low enough. You feel like, okay, this is something I am supposed to naturally be able to do and I can't and it's frustrating and your baby's crying and you just want to be able to do it for them. So again, just don't succumb to those um, negative feelings, although that's hard to do, okay? The second thing I would say is understand that for whatever reason, there might be one or a couple reasons, it just might not work out for you. Or in my case, it did not work out for as long as I wanted to do it. I had the dream of just breastfeeding my babies, you know, until they just wanted to stop, like whatever age that was, that's the way I was thinking when I went in, that I would just be open to breastfeed them for, you know, as long as they wanted to. And unfortunately, it just did not work out for me. And I'm going to share with you why. Number one, I have a thyroid condition. So your thyroid regulates a lot of your bodily functions. And for me, my thyroid affected my ability to produce a decent milk supply. So, you know, I was not able to breastfeed my children for as long as I wanted to because it just took a lot of my body's resources to actually produce the milk and I never really had a good supply. And I was not going to risk my child starving just for the fact that I felt so strongly about breastfeeding. You know what I mean? I feel that we have to be balanced in that area. Like, okay, I want to exclusively breastfeed or I want to do this for X amount of time, 
but you know what is the best for the child you know you don't want your child to ever be in a place that they are not getting enough getting enough nutrients right so that was the first challenge that i had to come my thyroid was really 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 a big problem with the breastfeeding it really really was so and there's other health um, conditions out there that might affect your ability to produce the milk and everything so if that is your situation my heart goes out to you trust me i understand 100 percent. i understand like i really really do the next uh thing that i had an issue with was although i thought i was drinking enough water i really wasn't so if you are not taking in tons of liquid you know water you know maybe some green juice you know oat milk things that are going to make you produce you're just not going to have the supply and that's one thing in hindsight i still kind of kick myself because you know our health and the way we understand our own body as as you get older you understand it more you're able to kind of get more in tune with your body and see what your body is and is not capable of and for me at the point that i was having my newborns i was thinking i was getting enough nutrients and did um excuse me i was getting enough nutrients but i was not drinking enough water although i thought i was but coming to find out later after doing more research on my own body, I needed a little bit more water, okay? And I just didn't know at the time. I thought I was doing fine. And the other thing that affects your water is if you're not having enough electrolytes in your system, as well as enough probiotics in your system, the water just kind of runs right through you. Your body doesn't actually take it and absorb it and push it out into your tissues and push it out for you to make breast milk. So that was my other problem. I was drinking water, but I did not have enough probiotics and electrolytes in my system for it to actually grab hold of me and do what it needed to do. So again, did my best. You know, it's just one of those things that it's okay. I still feel good about my breastfeeding journey, okay? And I'm happy that at least just that little tidbit of information that I just shared you know, you may not have to go through that. Maybe you have not had your baby yet and you hearing that information can go, oh man, let me make sure I'm also getting all those other things in so I can really be hydrated, okay? So that was another issue. The other issue, guys, okay, was I just have super small nipples, okay? Anatomy-wise, anatomy-wise, excuse me, I just don't have the best nipples for breastfeeding. I don't. And that's another thing that I had to accept. You know, my friends that had larger nipples, like surface area, plus the actual like nipple itself, itself, it, they just did much better. I just noticed that. That's just, you know, when you have friends and you're all having babies at the same time and nursing your babies at the same time, you get to like co-nurse and so, you know, you're all nursing your babies at the same time. And I'm looking around like, well, no wonder you got milk spewing out your nipples are huge <laughs> my poor nipples are like struggling really hard and it hurts okay so my nipples are really small plus my nipple um hole itself is also super super teeny so you know how much could you get out you know just think about how much and how fast you can get something out of a straw versus if you're drinking from a glass you know it's just 
easier to get more in. It's a big gulp versus sucking, sucking, sucking to that teeny weeny straw. Like the bigger straw you have, the more you get suck up quick. So they just had bigger straws than me. So they were able to just spew it right on out. Um, nothing I could do about that. Okay. So I was though able to understand while I was breastfeeding about the anatomy thing. I actually had a lactation consultant after I had kind of observed my friend's like better breasts. <laughs> I um, did see a consultant and she actually said it before I did. She was like, oh, sweetheart, you got like really small nipples, you know? So it's, it really hurt for me because since my nipples are so small and where the hole that the milk comes out of was super teeny too, it's like pressurized. It's like pulling, trying to pull something out of a hole that's so small. Oh my gosh, it hurts so bad. And then the baby would get frustrated. Like, man, you just ain't putting out fast enough for me. Help me out. And oh, it was just really distressing. So if that's your situation, if you are in the teeny nipple club, don't feel bad. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. Next thing that I want to share is when I was breastfeeding, I did not realize the importance also of making sure my baby had a good latch. So to compensate for the fact that I did have such small nipples, uh, my lactation consultant told me to almost like prop my baby's mouth open a little bit with my finger first and shove like their whole face on so that they would get more breast in their mouth. So then it was a little bit easier to, for them to kind of pull my breast to get the milk out. That really did help because I thought that they only needed it to be latched onto the nipple itself, but no, their mouths need to be wide open, okay? And however big their little mouth is, it needs to be completely on your breast, not just your nipple. So that was really an eye opener for me. And I did have some improvement with that. So that's kind of like a hack if you are suffering with the small nipple thing. I hope that one helps you. Okay. Um, so another thing that I would like to share with you is, you know, there's so much information out there that you can almost get overloaded with it. But, you know, just make sure you are taking care of yourself. Make sure you're getting enough rest because breastfeeding is exhausting and it drains a lot of energy. It also increases your hormones as well. There's a whole hormone balance that's happening when you're breastfeeding. So understand that, um, you know, maybe make your significant other aware of it so that they could be there to support you. Because when you're breastfeeding and maybe you're just having a dry spell or you're just having an issue getting your milk supply up, you need all that encouragement because there was a little time where I kind of like had a, like took a break from it, just like a couple days break. Like I can't do this, I quit. And when you have someone around that can say, you know what, let's try again. You know, you could do it. It makes all the difference in the world sometimes. So um, with that said, let me go ahead and share with you really quick some other tips that I found online, okay? So let me go ahead and put this up. Okay. Sorry about that. So the other thing that I want to share with you is, you know, Understand that if it doesn't work out, 
don't feel like you need to go to desperate measures. And there's a lot of other options that you could do out there. Like you could, you know, basically hire someone else to breastfeed your child. There's services out there for that. You could um, pay for breast milk. You know, if you have a friend that's also nursing, you could ask for some of their breast milk. And there's like breast milk banks and all kinds of things. And really do the research on those facilities and see how they screen their milk and, you know, everything. Because remember, this is something from someone else that you're giving to your child, okay? You can also do different researches on formulas too. If you feel that that might be an option for you, research what are the ingredients. Just flip the back of the container over and see what's in it. Most of them are um, whey, excuse me, whey protein based. The better ones are, and that's very similar to kind of what they're getting when you know you are breastfeeding. Only thing is, though, you don't want to have other chemicals and things that you don't need inside. And a lot of them are very high in sugars, but so is breast milk. Breast milk is very high in sugar. So don't feel like, okay, I looked at this, this has so much sugar. And so I'm gonna, you know, buy some breast milk from someone I don't know. Well, breast milk and formula are high in sugar because babies at that age need a decent amount of sugar. They also need fat. So don't let the fact of the sugar content scare you away. So with either option you do, my goal here is to encourage you to educate yourself to the absolute best of your ability. Research each option. Don't just go based on what people say, because I hate to say it, most people out there don't actually do research. You know, they just go based on other people's opinions. They don't actually take a big word that they don't understand, plug it in to Google and find a meaning of it you know, figure out what that world word means. Maybe go to an old dictionary. Sometimes I have had success with that, okay? So that's what I'm saying. Really do the research on either option that you choose. So again, if, if your supply just isn't enough, don't feel like a failure. And remember this too, you know, what is more dangerous? Is it, you know, of course you want your, your baby to have your own breast milk, okay? That's the best thing for them. But, you know, if your child is not getting enough nutrients, period, period, okay? Then that's actually a bigger issue. So for example, the way I could illustrate it is, you know, experts, all the experts say, you know, the National Association of Pediatrics or, you know, even National Institutes of Health have all these different research studies on breastfeeding and things like that. So, you know, they all say that breast milk provides sufficient nutrients for a kid zero to six months old, okay? Sufficient nutrients. That sounds good, right? Well, let's think about it. You could get all your nutrients that you need from a protein shake. You could have one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and one in the evening, and you would get your six significant nutrients for that day. Now, there's a lot of us out there who have actually tried that. Maybe you've been on a diet, you know, for whatever reason. How do you feel? How do you feel when you just have a shake? Yes, it has met your, you know, nutritional needs. You're not nutritionally deficient, but how do you feel? You still feel hungry, right? So if you are breastfeeding and your child 
is still screaming all of the time and you can see that you are not able to keep up with the demand, remember, although they might be getting significant nutrients, they might just still be hungry. So depending on how old they are, you can always supplement with formula. You could always, you know, if they're at least over three months old, you could start giving them little watered down solids. Water it down, you know, puree carrots with a little extra water mixed in, you know, or a little extra formula mixed in. Make it super, super thin. They're okay. They're okay. All right. So that is something that you could also do if you feel, you know, that buying breast milk from someone else or what have you is not really the choice for you and everything. So um, again, the goal here is the baby. We want to make sure that the baby is happy and we want to breastfeed. But again, um, we want to make sure that we are able to do it in the best way for the child's development. Okay. So I wanted to kind of go ahead and share um, just some brief information that I found online as well. Um, just some more good tips that I thought would be good to include. So letdown reflux. Sometimes that one was hard for me because I couldn't tell if my milk was actually letting down or not when I was breastfeeding. Not until like I was like well into nursing. So it says the let, letdown reflux means your milk is ready to flow. It makes breastfeeding easier for you and the baby. You may feel a tingle in your breast as you start to breastfeed. Milk may drip from the breast from the breast that's not being used. These are signs that your milk has let down. The letdown reflux may also occur if a feeding is overdue. If you hear a baby cry or if you think about your baby. To me, this was so awesome because I definitely experienced this when my baby would cry. And even after I stopped nursing, my breasts would still get tingly when I heard them cry. Wow, we are incredibly made. This is just amazing to me, you know. But the issue that I had was because my nipples were so small, the letdown hurt so bad. It was like, oh, I would just cringe like once I could actually feel it coming because again I couldn't really tell as I mentioned before but once it did start happening it really hurt and I feel like my babies had to really pull for it <laughs> to get it flowing um because again small nipples dehydrated and like thyroid like so much so again uh, how often should I feed the baby? I think that's another key with breastfeeding too. I can definitely speak to the fact that the more you do it, the better your milk supply is going to be. You got to kind of nurse through that pain. You got to nurse through the split, bloody nipples and all of that. Oh, that hurts so bad. But putting the breast milk on really did help for me. Um, another thing that helped me is using the hot compresses. Um, a lot of the lactation consultants would say, okay, if they're getting too hot, you can use cool compresses. For me, with my anatomy, the cool compresses did not help me at all. I feel like whenever I put anything cool on my breast, it actually made the problem worse. Um, the hot compresses, I feel, were really key for me. Even what I would do is I would hop in the shower right before I was going to nurse in the evening because I wanted to give them a little bit more so they would sleep a little bit more. So I hop right in the shower right before I let the water just 
hit him, hit him, hit him, as hot as I could take it. And boy, what a difference it made for me with my flow, with my teeny weeny nipples. It really helped me out. So that tip may also help you, you know, make get them nice and hot before you get ready to breastfeed. Another thing I would do is I would actually take a heating pad and put though put that on my breast, you know, like if I showered in the morning and I showered in the evening, then my breasts are already nice and hot by the time uh, I needed to breastfeed. But in between that, you know, what did I do? Okay, so that's how I came up with the idea of, you know, using the heating pad on as hot as I could get it, putting that on my chest a couple minutes before it was time to breastfeed, and then letting the baby nurse. I felt like that just kind of like loosened it up. You know what I mean? And that's probably because I was also dehydrated. It was just like thick. You know, when you're hydrated, it just wants to be watery and liquidy like it's supposed to be, um, you know, as opposed to being all stuck up in your breast. So that was something that was really helpful to me. So how often you should be the, the baby again, um, if the baby is making sucking motions, if the baby um, turns towards the breast when they're being held, and you can see that. It's like they start doing this weird contorting thing. It's like they cry and then they contort and they're like trying to get to your breast. They're trying to give you the clues, you know, so that that one was kind of cute, you know. But, um, also, they put their hands in their mouths and they become more excited and more alert. And of course, they start screaming. When you get that cry that will not cease, that means I'm hungry. And remember, at this age, as a newborn up to infant, they're still in survival mode. They've got those survival instincts. So if they're not being fed, they know in their little brain, because the way they were already wired, right? They know that's something that is you know, could affect their well-being. So they're like, oh my God, I got to scream, man. I got to get food before I die. You know, that's why it's like that blood curdling, loud, ah, I need food. So just know that, you know, if they're continuously crying like that, that, that is probably the issue. They probably just need a little bit more of frequent feeding. How to know if your baby isn't getting enough, okay? I'm sorry, how to know if your baby is getting enough milk. If the baby acts satisfied after each feeding, if they're gaining weight, okay? That one is huge. Um, and I had seen some mothers who they really wanted to do the ex exclusive breastfeeding and the babies just kept losing weight and losing weight and losing weight. Mothers, please. If it's between your child gaining weight and losing, because remember, they have to do that steady gain, you know, from newborn all the way up to one, really. They need to do that steady weight gain. That is helping them develop. So if your baby is losing weight and it, you know, is because you're exclusively breastfeeding and they're not getting enough, I really, you know, what try to just caution and say, please reconsider, you know, see other ways that you feel comfortable supplementing them. Okay, and that's going to be different for everybody, and that's okay. But remember, if they're losing weight, that is a very big problem. Okay. Um, another tip to know that they are getting enough is that they have six to eight wet diapers a day. Um, they have two to five more stools um, a day. Okay, because newborn age, they're they're going number two a little bit more often. Okay. There's a lot of things you can do to increase your milk supply as well. My number one tip in that area is oat milk. Man, 
because it's just packed with folic acid and lots of good 